A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses through which we frame all of reality. <laughs> yep, that's not recorded. How you guys did? <laughs> I feel like I want to empty my mouth first. Can you finish your sweet in your mouth? You're just doing this dummy spirit. All right, yo, what's going on? Chewing sweets. Hello, everyone. You're listening to episode 39 of the Blackberry podcast. We're nearly at episode 40. Um, if you hear some some background noises, because we're not in the best recording area, but that's just grace for this episode. <laughs> Why are you getting us? <laughs> Yo, what's everyone saying? Who's so, on the panel today? Who's in the panel? So, of course, yours truly, Mary. You Mary, can hear people's favorite, Richard. Oh, oh, that's so nice. Huh? I said the people's favorite. Well, that's so nice. And I then we've got a special people. guest. We've got a special <laughs> guest who hasn't been here in a while. Slightly, slightly, right? You man talking like. <laughs> like, like, like you man invited me still <laughs> going for got, you man like, you got married and then you know <coughs> right, wanted to yeah, give me some bro. time well, last time you were here you were testing, a single testing man testing one two yeah how, how's married life okay <coughs> Edjim's on the podcast today it's always a pleasure welcome Edjim how are you it's always a pleasure honestly BB family <laughs> 39 episodes bloody hell yeah you know we're, we're doing our thing how's mm. married life you know what she's still with me I take it day by day so right about <laughs> now <laughs> all is well innit <laughs> Yeah, me. <laughs> Shout out D. Yo, All is good in the hood, G. Bro, you've also had an article published, haven't Ooh. you? Since, an article. since um, you were here, bro. Um, article in the newspapers. Uh, you uh, and you and Sunday. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Sunday bro. Times. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's I mean, it's a story that I get gets picked up because that I guess gets picked up because it's like you know, boy from the hood goes to like a good school and then like you know what's the next step so. Yeah, it was good, interesting. I'm never like too overruled by that stuff because literally one day in the paper, next day you're in the bin. So hit me. So. <laughs> yeah, one day, what kind of madness? <laughs> For those who don't know what the article was about, do you mind? Oh, yeah, so it was in the Sunday Times magazine. So basically, I had a chance to, um, after attending a local uh, secondary school in <clears throat> inner city London, to go to a independent school, fully boarding uh, on a bursary. Mm, so I'm poor cuz hit me I still take the bus and like, you know <laughs> one's rich out here but when on a bursary mad experience literally from a you know different planet entirely boarding school was out in the sticks um did my A-levels there and then went to uni but it's the, the transition from the secondary school to sixth form which has like you know caused some attention but obviously I, I, it's been ages now it's been like what like almost 10 years um, wow. from that experience but it was good fun you know, it, it opened my eyes to a lot of things and it's probably why I'm in the profession I am today, actually. So working in education policy, because, um, yeah, the, the disparity is mad, but it's very interesting to look at. Mm, and what and what other has the responses been since? Like, have you been able to see a lot of that? Uh, what, as in, like, from the, the article? Yeah, from the article, like, comments, maybe your colleagues or people yeah. that know you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, colleagues were just like, wow, this is fantastic. You know, this is great. And... It's weird because I've, it's been thankfully, thankful to God, it's been a chance to like open a door into 
you know, um, uh, a, a more nuanced story about like the ends and about the hood. So they're seeing, oh, you went to this school. Great. I'm saying, yeah, I went there, but actually this is where I came from. Mm. And this is why this is such a, like, I guess a quote unquote story because of actually where I came from and uh, not actually where I went to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the difference in like the both worlds, both environments, the pros and cons to, um, 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 to that like experience, not for everyone, but I, I do think the Lord allowed it um, for positive reasons, and I definitely have learned a lot um, since mm. then. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it's I, brilliant. I loved it. Personally, anyway, I loved. There was one particular line in there <clears> that resonated <throat> with me. Um, it was the somebody said it. I don't think it was you specifically, yeah, but yeah. somebody said um, kids in hell rarely behave yeah, like angels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for me, that was you know that that <clears> got to the heart of it because obviously, you know, in our kind of communities where. You know, people aren't as privileged. Um, it's not the, you know, East is not West. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To be very honest. Yeah, and yeah. it's very easy for people to, like, especially like in my kind of profession now, like mm. at the end of a work day, I'm always seeing everybody goes West London, yeah, I go yeah, East yeah. London. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's crazy because like, in one sense, like, even though it's not that companies go out of their way to pick people from mm, those areas, mm, it's mm. because of all the social economic yeah, um, influences, yeah. the differences in the disparities in terms of education, yeah, the disparities yeah. in terms of opportunity, yeah. the networks that you're afforded, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And just, and you really do see, and it's almost in one of its clearer forms, what generational, um, you know, impacts these things do actually yeah, have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, man, I definitely, yeah. definitely loved it. Definitely no, it loved is, it. it is. <clears throat> no, it was great. I actually, Quickly watched the interview yesterday with uh, a Carla and James O'Brien. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I heard of it. It's on my to do list. Carla's like, Carla's a big man. Obviously, like, disagree on a lot of things, especially like spirituality and like, you know, um, uh, theology. But in terms of, you know, social construct, he's he's very, he's very good, you know, when he first, uh, when he speaks upon like race and, you know, uh, British society. And he mm-hmm. made a point because he had a similar experience. He went to like an like all white school, but he came from like a particularly like, you know, low income background. Um, but some of the, a lot of the white people who were at the school were from like middle class homes. They were just like, you know, in families who couldn't just afford a private school. So they sent mm-hmm. to that school instead. And he was like, it's crazy because at one point he st- stood back and just said, you know what? We're at the same school. And obviously, you got, you know, detached house somewhere, like, I don't know, somewhere in West London. I live in this obviously estate. Um, but like, you're no more intelligent than I am. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's, it's it's them ones that it's it's and that spirit that's sort of similar spirits I had I sort of really like re- resonated that quite closely because it's 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 that really and I guess it's it's just you just you know like it, was, it was a it was a way in which God used to open my eyes to just you know I guess some systems in the in the world like education how that is delivered and, and like you know in this in the state that's in not making a moral judgment I have I have I have a view on that but like just step, stepping back it was definitely a way in which the Lord opened my eyes to like society. Mm. Mary, on on a on a flip note, like I guess as a as a female, as a black female, did you kind of feel like this disparity hindered you or affected you, like growing up in East London particularly and not in like the the affluent West or something of that kind of ilk? Um, I feel like I I went to a good school. Um, okay. it was like a state school, um, East London. Yeah, yeah. But East it was like one of the be- better schools. Um. Okay. And then, yeah, just I think a lot of it is just environment. So I had older brothers, cousins who were like pushing me, like, oh yeah, work hard. My friends were wanting to date like A stars and stuff. So okay. I think yeah, that that competitive nature coupled with my family and encouraging me, I didn't really feel it until 
I maybe got to uni and realised that people, a lot of people went to private school. You meet people who went to like grammar schools. I remember when I found out people even got tuition. I was like, rah, we couldn't have, I didn't get tuition. And I wished, I wished I had that. Um, because that does make a regrets. difference. <laughs> Nostalgia <laughs> regrets. Mary's been, Mary's been man humble still. I know Mary's from in it. Trust me, we're local. I'm from the end, <laughs> isn't it? I'm from <laughs> the end. I know the school Mary went to. Mary, Mary so like the equivalent to Mary's school. Mary went to like the eating of OC with the ends where she's from in it. <laughs> <laughs> performance table wise, listen, rah. performance table wise, listen, she her school was like top two cream creme de la creme cause I remember <laughs> I remember like every, every year you're looking at your what's the school done for GCSEs five ACCs how many what's the percentage that get like you know five ACCs boom Mary school's like top two top three Bro, calm hey. you know I mean? yeah Mary. but you know it was it was still a it was a decent school no um, I guess I'm just wondering more so because it's like on the, from a male perspective I know mm-hmm. that a lot of the guys that you know I grew up with you know I think I genuinely think of it in terms of three Ds like people either ended up dead detained or deported mm. like Damn. it's real it's real <laughs> like do you know what i mean it's very rare for me to see somebody from my childhood mm. you know who i've who i've grown up with do you know what? literally dammy dammy is actually one of the few people i know from my childhood who i've grown up with who's actually doing like extremely well do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like um like as in when i say extremely well i don't mean like i just mean like he's doing like he's he's got a career that he actually um in, wanted to do from yeah. the beginning um that's what well, we i didn't i didn't know we like we like dammy Mm-hmm. We like Dami here. I don't know if you like Dami. I don't, I don't know. I didn't say I like him. I just said like someone I knew <laughs> from young. Um, I know him. I, said, I know him. <laughs> Acquaintance and that. That's about it. From a distance. But, but why, why was that? Was that just because of the environment you yeah, grew up I in? Yeah, I think, I think it's weird because I feel like um, slightly poorer social economic environment, environments uh, that don't really push you so hard in terms of education. Mm-hmm. You're often often the alternative that's presented to you is some form of you know uh, aspiring to attain money but not necessarily via legal means and 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 then you start to get caught up in the whole like loyalty systems and your network rather than being that banker down the street is really you know the AC guy mm-hmm. who, who who's who's pulling in money in this particular way or or, or, or the olders who are who told you they can mentor you by essentially same 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 idea mentoring but just in a completely different way and they're essentially grooming you for you know, for the for the crime life, and, and it's just a completely different environment. So I was just thinking in my head, as a fem- as a black female growing up in these kind of environments, is the parallel almost the same on your side, or is it slight, or do you think it's slightly different because you're a female, or is it just different because you went to a better school within? I think it is environment. environment. Like as a woman, I don't, I wasn't like exposed to the same things that men were exposed to. Um, like I know a lot of a lot of my brothers, for example, were afraid of getting robbed. And like all those dif- those different things, which have happens to a lesser extent to women, mm. you get hassled for your number, and maybe someone wants wants to like do something to you. But mm-hmm. for men, you know, the ego growing up, trying to make it, crabs in a bucket, trying to mm-hmm. make the wealth, the image, all that type of stuff, it didn't impact me. So I I didn't feel as so even me like where I, where I live at the moment and where I grew up is actually like a bad area. Mm. Um, and when I told my friends, "Oh, I live here," they'll be like, "Rah, you live there?" <laughs> and like, do you not know this guy? He got stabbed. This guy got killed. And I was like, I never saw any of these things, and, I, mm. and it must be because I was a woman. Because mm. if I was a guy, then I'm, I would have been a, a, a lot exposed to it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do think like gender does play a part in some of the dangers that we're exposed to. But so, you've got yeah. different. Obviously, you've got different issues that you're there for. Yeah, that we, yeah, we face different issues, but. I'm not facing any of those D's. I never okay, saw yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah, I never saw anyone die, was detained, or or get deported. deported. Right, yeah, you never saw anyone. Okay, maybe I did, but like in secondary school, that wasn't the, our concerns. Mm-hmm. Our concerns was just I don't know wearing the nicest clothes and mm-hmm. being seen as friendly and popular in your group. Mm-hmm. So that the pressures that men face, and earlier yet at earlier age, and the trauma you're exposed to and stuff like that is 
is definitely very impactful. So, right, yeah. Man. I don't envy some of you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about death, did you guys see the uh, Nipsey Hussle memorial and everything that happened with that? Yeah, do you know what's mad? Like, it's <coughs> crazy because I never really follow these music. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, when I heard about his death, um, instantly, like, I could feel like my whole community felt it deeply. And it was more one of those ones where I was like, right, like, what did the guy do? So then you go and start looking at the Breakfast Club interviews. You start yeah. listening to some of his music. You start looking at, start looking into him and you see, right, he was actually like someone who really tried to do a lot for the community. He mm-hmm. really tried to give back um, to the area that he was from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always painful when you see, um, even though I didn't necessarily follow him, like, do you know what I mean, deeply while he was alive, it's always painful yeah. when you see someone from the community, yeah. you know, who end up, you know, getting killed, really. Yeah. Um, murdered, in fact. It's mm-hmm. not, it's never a, it's never nice. And yeah, like I said, I know a lot of people who are deeply moved by it. Um, yeah. You know, and insofar as I, I guess in one sense I can be, I'm, I'm also like heavily cut by it as well. Mm, um, yeah. For those yeah. who don't know, um, the 31st of March, Nipsey Hussle, who's like a rapper from South LA, he was 33, he was shot in front of his store, Marathon clo- Clothing, two other victims were wounded as well. And it was later found out um, after he died that he was shot by a 29 year old named Eric Holder. Um, Nipsey Hussle was shot sadly six times. And yeah, he was he died maybe thirty minutes after the incident, and on the eleventh of April, which was last week, there was a memorial service at the Staples Center, which is like a massive like mm-hmm. basketball area, and there's like a twenty five mile procession <coughs> afterwards all around like South LA, and loads of people attended. Barack Obama wrote a letter to him and his family. Um, and yeah, like I f- when I found out, it was weird when I found out because um, I was on my way to the airport, so I, we were all like awake, my friends and I. And we heard that he had he had got shot, and I I wasn't the biggest. I have never really, I didn't listen to much of Nipsey Hussle if I'm being honest. Um, but I saw the Breakfast Club interview, and I knew who he was, and he had this whole idea to really change his community. He was very big on ownership as well. Um, so when I heard the news that he had passed away and, and he was shot, it was it was very very painful. Um, the fact that he was a father. Um, I like I think there's a, this big argument in the hip hop culture around when you make it, or even not even not just hip hop culture. I think the black culture where when you make it, if you're from like a deprived neighborhood, mm. you move away and you kind of leave your neighborhood behind yeah, because you've got that's treachery yeah people want to attack yeah. you or whatever. Oh, you want to just show that you've made it in life. Whereas Nipsey Hussle really was the opposite of that. Like right, he yeah. really wanted to change his community. So it's, it's it's just a shame that people might even argue that if he had moved, for example, let's say he moved from. Crenshaw to Calabasas which is in LA as well he may still be alive um, mm. so yeah it's, it's just a shame you know it's mad because it's like um, like I'm reading Malcolm X's uh, autobiography I was telling you just beforehand top book yeah it's dangerous, I still haven't read dangerous, it but top it's book. very top man I'm not trying to be funny I started reading it like <coughs> mid last week and it's been absolutely like jaw dropping and literally on the way here I got to the point where I just read his death I told you I almost cried on the way walking down I promise you like it was so cold you're just you're just when you're reading the book it's just like raw like you see that, you know, you, you think of Sister Betty, you think his wife, you think of the fact that he's got like four female, like four daughters or something like that. And that his wife's pregnant with another one. And it's just all of these things going through. And, and then he got them to dress up in their finest clothes and to come down to his talk. You know, he's waiting for the reverend to come out. And then, you know, eventually he says, you know, what, let me come out. Let me uh, after after somebody opens him up, he then goes out. He's really like, you know, he just apologizes to someone who just essentially lost it a bit because he was just he was scared for his own life at this point. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he goes out there, you know, assalamu alaikum to everyone and da 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 And like within seconds, like, boom, 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 like 16 gunshots or so fired wow. into like slugs into him, like six in his chest, like one in his cheek, all of that kind of stuff. His wife screaming, he's dead. And it's just like his kids are hiding under the table. And all of a sudden, it's just that kind of, 
Like, it's crazy because as you're reading his story, again, similar to Nipsey almost in one sense, he's a man who's come from the slums. Mm -hmm. He's a man who's essentially lived in hardship. Mm -hmm. And then he gets to that point where he, you know, he he's really trying to make a difference. What's crazy is how much even he's publicly willing to change his opinions over time as well. Mm -hmm. To the point whereby he's literally outrightly <clears throat> in support of Dr. Martin Luther King. And then he's simultaneously, like he, after doing so much for his community and still aiming to do so much for his community up until the point of his death. Like just to see a man like get taken out like that, it's really, it really is like extremely painful. And I think what cut me the most was the fact when I just think about, rah, his kids, like, mm. you know, like it's, it's amazing to see how much a man is willing to give up in terms of his personal family life for the sake of, you know, the greater good, i.e. The, the civil rights of the black community. And yet, you know, and, and sacrifice so much time with his wife to whom yeah. I have immense respect. Um, you know, and then sacrifice so much time for his kids to whom he actually said he's never bought them a gift personally. It's always been things that have been given to them because he's just never had time. Mm. And then to go and see that that man gets murdered in that kind of way, it's like, rah, like, this is a father, you know? And simultaneously, I think same with Nipsey, like he had a daughter, do you know what I mean? Mm. He had a son. Like, it's yeah. like, it's not just that you're you're settling some kind of gang before or jealousy is, do you know what I mean? Or you can, or your, your jealousy is solely going to be um, targeted at a specific man even though that's wrong in and of itself but it's the fact that raw like you're actually taking away somebody's father somebody's wife I mean somebody's husband mm -hmm. um, somebody's brother somebody's son you know somebody's friend like that is that is is that kind of reality as well you don't yeah. really realize just how much damage you're doing mm. um, so yeah man yeah yeah definitely a lot to think about mm. definitely a lot to think about I, I was also thinking about soldier boy um, I don't, don't, no, listen, huh? listen, listen, I'm not trying to compare Malcolm X to Soldier Boy in any sort of way here, but I was thinking about Soldier Boy and I was thinking about um, his Breakfast Club interview when he was talking about a few men ran up into his yard oh. and, tried to shit and tried to take shots. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that um, Nollywood story. A few men tried to run. But again, he said that raw, like when he, when he killed the guy, like he said it was one of, one of his friends, like one of the friends from like, from ends, like, do yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just that reminder again, like raw, this is actually happening. Like it's scary to think that the black, you know, the success of one black individual can really push other black individuals to such, to such acts of crime. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it was, it was very painful. I even remember like going on his story and like maybe he had, I just when I found out he had been shot and seen, like he had a video on his Instagram story of him being at the day before a basketball. So like 18 hours later, he was dead. Um, and it never just, yeah, know. just, you just never know when, when your time is up. So yeah, it's definitely a, evangelistic kind of wake up for mm. us to be thinking about the Lord and the gospel. The Nipsey on like, just quickly on like, um, I think on a couple of levels, it was like, it, um, it sort of moved me. Um, I think it resensitized me to like the death of, <clears throat> of, uh, people who perhaps are in like in a certain way of life. So obviously I don't know Nipsey personally and like similar to you guys, I wasn't like so cool up on his story. Um, I'd heard of him. Um, but I couldn't recall like any of his songs. Um, but knowing, you know, the association with him with the Crips uh, was enough to, you know, to. And if you if you take a short like deep dive into like his story, you realise that he had a close relation with Crips and gang life. Yeah. Um, you know, criminal activity back in the day, but of course was on a very different direction. Mm. Um, anyone else who dies and sort of is of that background usually you would associate um you would respond to a bit of a coldness to their death it's, it's a bit shameful to say right so if you know her gangster dies i mean 
you're not overwhelmingly sympathetic. Mm-hmm. He's moved you, but you're not overwhelmingly sympathetic, right? Uh, and maybe we should be more sympathetic, but that's perhaps, you know, I guess human nature in a yeah, way. Yeah, that's the that issue. Justice in some ways been served. Um, so when Nipsey dies, almost, you know, am I going through those motions again? You know, I'm going to read the story and realise he was a gangbag himself. But when you watch his Breakfast Club interview, talk to my wife about it, watch his interview and even other subsequent interviews, um, you realise this is a guy who had actually quite a lot of grounding and, and, uh, and sensibility to him and actually mm. was someone who was quite, perhaps you could say sort of a visionary in a sense of like how you can bring, you know, the quote-unquote gang culture and maybe monetize so the culture can even profit from it. And it's like, wow, this is a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that front, it was like, right, actually, no, you you know what, this is, you know, how many other guys from the ends perhaps think like this? And so he's perhaps like sort of a, um, a, a, a treasure in that sense. But of course, uh, I guess then you, you your heart also aches on another level because for all the, the good that you can see is definitely... He definitely has, like you know, the worldly good he has. Mm. Um, the sad reality is, of course, like you're just, you know, I don't know him personally. I don't know if he had faith, but you're hoping he did because um, even all the 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 like academies he opened, like he had some like, STEM academies or like some working like mm, helping yeah. um, young people in, in in education and obviously the store. So he employed people and he had like uh, shares in like Bitcoin and like blockchain to then reinvest in the community. He was mm. someone that was clearly sensible. Um, and you just, and I guess it just reminds you, like, you know, all the good you do, like, you know, it, it could be just gone in an instant. And, yeah. and, and for him now, he's he's now dead, um, for, you know, awaiting his own judgment, um, await, you know, in the presence of the Lord now. Um, and, you know, and, and so you have to question even, you know, we can do so much on this earth, but, you know, so much... You can never do so much you can that you can take any of it with you, right? And mm-hmm. um, I was reminded on that level, I guess, because this is someone who uh, is, is definitely like commendable in the works he's done. Um, but now the question is that like, where is you know where is Nipsey now? Mm-hmm. But the legacy is left. You can say, of course, it's a blessing. Of course, it's community, um, and you just hope that the Lord would comfort the family um, and the community too, because the community has obviously you know they've been hurt, um, and. Uh, and yeah, just um, that the Lord, that the, the Lord will, you know, uh, he 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 will ultimately have, I guess, have glory in this. Um, mm. Even it may not be obvious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, recently, I don't even think it was just Nipsey who's died, is it? It's been a uh, like Miller's died, Cadet's mm. died, and I, like, when I think about these things, like even like back to again, I'm not trying to to sell you this book or anything, but like in Malcolm X's autobiography, <laughs> um, you know, right before he died there's several moments where he speaks about things that he's essentially regretted. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like right, literally seconds before he's di- before he dies, after snapping at a lady, he literally said to her, look, to his assistant, he said, look, I'm sorry, you don't know like what I'm going through. I'm just, I'm just really losing, I'm coming to my wit's end. You know, I'm mm-hmm. quite, you know, about, it was essentially about his death. And she was like, no worries. And it's just that, it's just that, it's just that, uh, that sense in which, you know, we're constantly regretting things. And I think in, if life is actually so sure, if, you know, if if life is frail, if it's so fleeting, if it's passing away and that kind of stuff, do we still have time in this kind of day and age to be like regretting things, to to be nostalgic about things? And is it right even to be nostalgic, to regret all of these things that, you know, to regret numerous things or to be nostalgic about various aspects of our life, etc.? cetera? Mm, like, Richard, you made us stumble on our topic for today. I made a, I made a stumble <laughs> on the stumble. <laughs> So we are on Quarter Life Crisis Part 3. So his yeah, first one was the yeah. work one. Dissatisfaction. So you must say, you 
Cool life life. Crisis. No, I'm 18. I should have been. First of all, you're not 18. <laughs> Maybe in Nigerian <laughs> years. Part two, we spoke about relationships or like friendships. Yeah. And then part three, we're speaking about regret and nostalgia. This has all been inspired by um, <coughs> Rachel Jones' book, Is This It? The Difference Jesus Makes to That Feeling. So shout out Rachel Jones. But today we are speaking about what? Regret and nostalgia? Mm. So what do you guys define? Did I not pose the question to you? So Mary? what was the question? How do you define <laughs> regret? Regret. Um, <laughs> trying to think of the Marion Webster definition. Um, I think regret is around um, things you've done it's which you mourn. It. It's hard to do it without actually reg- without saying the words. <laughs> <laughs> feeling, feeling remorse associated with some wrongdoing mm. or disappointment. Well done, Mary. That's a good effort. Took that from you. Tried it. Did you actually read it from the internet? <laughs> you read it. She read it. <laughs> Got a few buzzwords <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> that was a good definition, right? it was all right it was all right but obviously you well, it from online <laughs> first of all <laughs> i was just thinking of words that conjure up so regret so um associated with wrongdoing or disappointment you fully read it from feeling online. remorse i don't understand why you're trying to sell us some different some what different about the definition of... for nostalgia huh nostalgia so edging what's the definition for nostalgia oh to be nostalgic now the Greek, now Jake, I have no idea. The Greek, I have no idea what the origin is. The tone roll made you sound. I actually smart. have the Greek though. What? No, no, break it down for us. So nostalgia comes from nostos mm. and aldros. Mm. Um, I think nostos comes from is like homecoming. Mm. You and think aldros, or you're reading? <laughs> aldros is like pain or heartache. <laughs> so it's homecoming, a sense of home that's related with heartache yeah. or pain. Mm. So it's like aching for mm. the aching former. for the past or think, aching for yeah, the former. Yeah, I think, I think. Um, so yeah. Throwback um, Thursday, it's literally like a day of nostalgia. Yeah. Because mm. even when I was thinking about like nostalgia and regrets, well, especially more nostalgia, I was thinking about like songs that conjure up like memories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking of um, On the Block, if anybody knows Under that Block, song, Grime song. And I was just thinking of that when I think of my childhood. That is royal. Oh, flip, my eyes are tearing up. Yeah, no, you're right. Triggers, they're triggers. Yeah, like songs just that just come to your mind <coughs> and make you think of like better days. Yeah. Well, what yeah. songs do you guys I'm have? I'm not trying to be funny. Like the only song in my mind right now is really I can only think of gigs. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> right now, yeah, my mind is only all my throwbacks are gigs. Gigs, oh, gigs, gigs. It's, really, it's dark, really weird. Dark I think because you throwback. said something about going back, I kept thinking like get back. I'm a let my <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> gigs is yeah. Raw, why is he in New my day. head? New day. Um, <laughs> you guys talk. What songs come to your head? What comes to my head? We know we speak about it like frequently. Wild Wild, Wild West. West. What's that? The Will um, Smith. Yeah, Will Smith and Cisco. Do you know how I, I, I used to play in my car? Dun, 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 We're going straight. Eight, two, two, one. That's a dead tune. Raw, boy. That's a dead tune. So Solid Crew, 21 seconds. So Solid. No, what comes to my mind is, I don't know, particularly like, it was a period obviously when I was caught in wife now mm. when we see that going drives and stuff we would play shout out Tommy beat take one that whenever anything from is that nostalgia take, though that's like five years ago this is no, what I'm trying to say it. I'm here naming oh, so I, did, I didn't realise we, like, we put a time period on that you didn't, okay, I, you didn't, so you didn't put a time period man now going to talk about of... the Big Mac from last week <laughs> yeah. and they told me oh yeah <laughs> but that's a, but that is a that is a longing for that's true that is true you're longing for the good days give my boundaries I was thinking of like secondary school days right okay let's let's like uni days yeah we said that on the block it's me yeah last secondary school days Destiny Child, Destiny Fulfilled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we always oh, link that up. We oh. always link it with like 
good times. No, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah. Of, I'm and, telling you, I'm telling you, it was Cisco in the car, bro. Cisco <laughs> and Will Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. and even like Kelly Rowland as well with um, Dilemma. With yeah, Dilemma man. And there was one more. Um, um, oh my days, ah my days. What is this? Um, um, what would you do with your son? <laughs> oh, can you and, see and Richard's vocals? Day, just another day in paradise. Brandy and well. Ray J. Yeah, just okay. You're giving me nostalgia. Yeah, oh I, hope, I hope the hope the listeners are feeling very nostalgic. You, you're and listening me. to Blackberry Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Blackberry Radio. You know? oh no, but I do think I do think that um, it's big business as well. So like even that for my birthday, randomly, this is so random. I went to like a bingo, but it was like UK garage themed, Ooh. and it was just bringing back memories yeah. and obviously like. We bring back Bingo, friends. garage themed. Do you know what's yeah. so mad? Yeah. As sick. Mary was trying to talk here, yeah, she did like gun fingers, like <laughs> by mistake, yeah. and she had to hold them back. Yeah. I'm sure she was thinking through Wiley. And, <laughs> just, you know, but yeah, but like, sound. it is big business. Like Fresh Prince, for example, we love Fresh Prince. We love Friends. We love revisiting all these old shows because they reminded us of when we were younger and mm. things were better and and so forth. Um, and is that that's not similar things to were a, better, Mary? What do you mean? Well, there's there's a sense that nostalgia is associated with wanting to relive the past wanting to yeah wanting to relive the past and regrets is more like wanting to redo the past mm, so to speak i, I thought that i thought that straight from her book so guys that's straight from her book every single time that like, i think <laughs> it's coming from, from you <laughs> you know it what never, you need to do it never you comes start being me. like someone like i don't know someone like israel start <laughs> taking stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> we just start taking stuff you're saying it and that owning actually it killed me. just own it actually killed just me. own it <laughs> that is too funny so, oh, they, so they are definitely different so yeah. do you guys have mm. any regrets regrets yeah sin okay like, you're not you're not in yeah. one I, I guess in one sense right it's weird because in one sense i'd really want to redo like wherever i know i've stumbled wherever i've messed mm-hmm. up wherever i've hurt somebody that i know i love and all that kind of stuff right but um in another sense, you know, the Lord uses those kind of things to make you a better person naturally. You know, if you mm-hmm. hadn't made that stumble there, you know, you never would have taken something as seriously as you do now. Mm. Or you never would have really understood just how much, how devastating the effects of some of the stuff that you've done is. Do you know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. trying to say that you wish you had that, you had sinned, but you are trying to say that, look, I appreciate that all these things, even even my biggest, you know, fails are working together for, you know, for the, for my good and for the, you know, that I might be more conformed to Christ's image. It's mad because I think about like... um you know if david was able to relive what happened with Bathsheba, yeah like redo that not relive it redo <clears throat> um if he was able to redo that and fix that issue sure it would have been good for him but like we would not have had psalm 51 mm. you know um and it's crazy like you wouldn't have seen like just how low a believer can fall you know it took mm-hmm. a year before or so before like nathan came up to him and rebuked him you know he was living with that sin like with really probably quite unrepentant for like a year or so Mm -hmm. um you know that kind of thing we don't we don't capture had he actually got to redo um and so you appreciate that you know even in the midst of all your failings you know that's still part of god's glorious plan if judas i i take it one step further but if judas and pontius Pilate, etc all got to redo what they did then you know christ wouldn't have died for humanity in the way that he did Mm. you know and that's again it's just it's a crazy it's crazy like when you start to try and think of that but it's just like right like even their their sinfulness is still part of predestined according to god's glorious plan Mm -hmm. um and so even though in one sense they um they crucified christ acts chapter four in another sense the father crushed the son yeah Mm. isaiah 50 51 so so yeah yeah, um yeah I, i i have regrets in a sense but you know i'm thankful that the lord has brought me has brought me through those periods in my life and I'm not necessarily looking to redo them, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah. 
So you would say that everyone to an ex- everyone has regrets in terms yeah, of yeah, that's yeah, led yeah, to yeah. sinful activity. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And then there's like regrets in terms of career choices, GCC choices, like in terms of like decisions that we've made. Yeah, or like yeah, like sure, like I could have been more serious in school. Yeah, but like, like look at me now. Like I could have. <laughs> you know I mean? like, okay, humble I'm guy. Edwin just fell back into what? his chair. <laughs> he said, look at me now. Rah, <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, I might need to cool off. Um, <laughs> um, no, like, I think, yeah, like, I, I've, and I've said this recently, I think, just thinking about it, like, I wish I had, <laughs> sorry, maybe this might be a bitch. I wish I had quit my job ages ago, in one sense. Like, I wish... Your I wish present I was, job? I wish I was when I was in, I, I'm saying this, like, in a really weird way. Like, I wish, for example, right now, I'm trying to, oh, my days. Can I just say, my, my my employer, if you're listening, I did not share the <laughs> I did not share of, 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 uh, No, of like, Ra, like, how do I put this? Um, I love, like, innovating. Like, I would have loved to have started my own company as far back as, like, um, university even, mm. you know? Um, but where I'm looking into that stuff now, I'm seeing people who have already done it, like, started up companies and sold them, mm. even. Um, by our age, you know, and it's crazy because I'm just like, rah, like you're not, you're not older than me, and it's not that you're exceptionally better than me or exceptionally more smarter than me or anything of that kind of, or um, exceptionally more smarter. Maybe they are smarter than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look at you now. Um, <laughs> look at me now. Um, no, yeah, maybe it's not that they're necessarily, you know, that that much, that much smarter than me. Um, you but they they've already done it they've been there done it and they've enjoyed that kind of thrill they've they've already you know established businesses sold businesses that kind of stuff and i just think to myself right richard you're starting quite late man you're quite mm-hmm. you know quarter life crisis things you're starting quite late um you should have done this ages ago and you know it's just one of those things where i'm like right like i could have i could have done this earlier but then maybe i wouldn't have learned all of this stuff you know again it's probably still a similar thing mm-hmm. um I could have attempted all of these things, but then I wouldn't have made these mistakes in the same way, or I wouldn't have learned all of this. Or, mm. you know, the Lord has planned these things out perfectly. So, um, I can regret to an extent, but I don't want to regret too much to the extent mm. of almost despair. Yeah. Um, or the or the extent whereby I think that God's will hasn't isn't perfect. You know. Mm. So, yeah. So yeah. Edim, do you have any regrets? Regret. What well, Richard say? There's no sort of bigger regret than regret over sin. So, <clears throat> I mean, you know, I guess what what. I find fascinated by regret is regret is I think I think I'm permitted to say is a testament to the conscience in that that lies within the, the human being um regret is usually accompanied by guilt um this is sort of perhaps more in line with you know making the wrong decision in terms of a moral decision mm-hmm. um people who feel guilty um usually have regret mm-hmm. and will go back in time and you know and uh, redo that which they did or, or rather undo that which they did um so it's something that even i think is even an evangelistic tool you know yeah. you know like you know there's you know we all done something that we wish we didn't do mm. uh in terms of like hurt somebody hurt ourselves ultimately um um, um offended god um and so our past can be used to you know um put someone in the right place in terms of their future um I personally regret I mean, it's 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 a it's a tool either for good or bad, really depending, isn't it? Really, like yeah. I guess what it's in it, like you know, um, for 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 the Christian rather, you know, the 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 regret, as it were, would accuse you or excuse you in a way. Do you know what I mean? So we can look at our past and say, oh, all these wrong things I've done. Well, thankfully, you know, I know we depend on myself, and you know, we can encourage ourselves in that way. Mm. Um, unbeliever doesn't have that, sadly. In terms of like, I guess you would say like other decisions, like oh, you, you know 
you know studying at what university or choosing what course or or buying what car i mean we all i guess i'm I'm more like like try to be more like hard with that because ultimately like no decision is perfect yeah i think you know what i mean like there's nothing that's going to completely satisfy me that i would always feel that was a complete perfect decision Mm. and so you know he's trying to get bogged down with that sort of that sort of regret i think you know you measure that and just be just be careful otherwise the regret is based out of really vanity or perhaps seeing your neighbor and wishing you did things differently so you can be like them and really you know in that sense actually god will have you where you are but um uh but regret in terms of like looking at one's sin is perhaps even good sometimes to remind you of what you've done before to remind you that you're not perfect actually um yeah it's weird I, I love the way you put it like regret is you know is it going back to undo and nostalgia is going back to relive redo, yeah relive. So nostalgia is yeah. relive regret is redo this is all from her book but um yeah i, I think something that my pastor said on sunday about like regrets being like essentially missteps mm. so like everyone has regrets because we're sinners yeah. um but when i think of like this day-to-day decision making that can kind of leave us in despair is when we've made a when we regret something and then making future decisions for example mm. where like oh i don't want to regret again and i don't want to do this and i don't want to do that and it can be very crippling um and if you are someone who has regretted something let's say it's simple mm. that can and if you're like bogged down to it to extent that's not healthy that could actually cripple you as well and mm. kind of make your present reality if you're a believer almost make it seem as if christ hasn't forgiven mm. you and those mm. are like the dangers so like yeah, so what like what potential dangers do you think you can have like if you're like over consumed with nostalgia or regrets raw boy um i think that's a deep question mm-hmm. um the I, I question again what i was so like, asking about like what's the potential dangers of like of being, being over consumed because i think right, nostalgia yeah, yeah, has like yeah. around wanting to remember I mean, I when I think first question is do we think it's intrinsically wrong to be nostalgic or to regret no it's not intrinsically wrong to regret on because when i think of nostalgia you just remember in the past i think we're called biblically to, to think of regret as well regret to yeah you 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 you're um you're sad over your sin aren't you that's a a form of regret yeah you can mourn over things that you did Mm want to redo them that kind of thing yeah yeah i guess guess that's also yeah 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 i guess um being overly consumed so being too regretful yeah are we sure so nostalgia point so sorry okay let's 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 flesh this out yeah so the nostalgia one you said because I, I want to, you know, I, I think I largely agree, but nostalgia isn't it more than just to remember, but to want to relive. It's one to relive. Right. So is is that contrary to contentment? That's true. I don't know. I'm asking. Would you want to relive your wedding day? It was expensive, so no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, obviously, I would. Okay, even like, That's what I'm let me say, like, even when you go back to, like, look over wedding videos, mm. is there a sense in which you're, you look over it almost too real? Like almost to relive, like oh the experience, oh mm-hmm. yeah, do you know what I mean? Look at when so and so was there, oh this that was that, oh yeah, this was a nice, extent experience. You do. nice experience. Like I'm thinking in my head, like I, I'm trying to think. Obviously in the scriptures, I'm not going to see any time when they were sitting down watching, you know, videos or <laughs> or, or you know, video. This is when we walked even, across the red. <laughs> you know, or getting <laughs> or, or watching Netflix and being like, oh right, I remember when we did this though. You know, I don't, I don't think they remember the song. That. You know, I yeah, they would remember, remember the free song actually. Yeah. You know, but yeah, but like, is there a sense in which we can? I think all my days, like, um, can David say, restore to me the joy of my salvation? Like, looking back at the goodness of how he was when, do you know I mean, almost the, the zeal that he had when he first got saved and be like, right, I wish, do you know I mean, I, I want to be 
back at. Do you know what I mean I want to be as good as I was? It's there weird because in that sense, it's almost like I want to be back there to go forward. Almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think it's yeah. how you contrast the present. So if you just want to, if you want to relive the past because you think the past is essentially better than your present, then yeah. you're almost putting like a negative spin on where God has placed you now. Fine, mm. yeah, yeah, fine. So I think it's mm. the I don't know. I think it's maybe the imbalance because mm. of course you wouldn't want you would want to relive a joyful moment, but how like do you want to relive that over what you have now? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so do you appreciate so and so i guess it's not in and of itself it's, it's not intrinsically wrong to to look back and count the blessings you know yeah, the blessings to, yeah you know and name them one by one but it is it is an issue if you're so caught up on the past that you forget there's a season for for everything there's a right, time for everything. right 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 um, right and and obviously you therefore don't want to become ungrateful for your present day blessings um, because you're too caught up on your you know on the blessings of the past mm-hmm. um, and that's almost to say that god is only the god of yesterday and not today yeah. right 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 yeah um yeah so yeah no, i like i like that thanks for helping me flesh that out yeah and I f- yeah something that she said is um the problem with pining for the past is that we risk missing what god is doing in our lives today mm. um and i think she put uh, ecclesiastes seven ten where it says why were the f- um say not why were the former days better than these for it's not from wisdom that you ox this so i think that whole idea mm-hmm. of acting as if Oh, like secondary school days was so amazing. God was really blessing us, and today, He's not. Um, and that's why I want to go back to the past. Or my present is so bad, and, and it almost kind of, I don't know, impugns God to be like He He's not good today. Mm. Um, I, I almost want to. I almost want to add an extra axis to the the dimension <coughs> of discussion, just because we're here. Yeah, sure. Like right now, we're obviously we are where we are. We mm. look talk like nostalgia and regret are often about speaking like looking backwards, like. Are there dangers, benefits of also looking forward, I guess? Do you know what I mean? Like looking forward to, um, you know, 10 years time when we're like this, you know, when we're uncles at the super mall sitting around the table, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> da, 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 that kind of stuff. Like, is there, is there benefits in looking forward? Do you know what I mean? In looking yeah, forward, yeah, yeah. like, do we treat it the same way? Like, is there a sense in which it's fine to look forward, but then it's also problematic if you're too consumed with looking forward? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think of it in an example. Do you look forward to your daughter being in secondary school? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't look forward enough. <laughs> or like, I'm trying to think of... Um, nah, yeah, I, I, I guess, I, I know what you mean. Like, I, I guess when my daughter was born, I was looking forward to when she'd be able to like, like chill. Yeah, <laughs> and she can chill now. Too, like, to chill. <laughs> I'm trying to... Oh what, man, um, when our relationship wasn't purely like, wow, I'm, <laughs> I'm changing your nappy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love her, I love you. I love you, B. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I don't, I don't think it's the same because I think there's, of course, we look forward to glory. Yeah. Um, but I don't think of anything else in the future that that we look forward to. What, what are you guys... Can we look, look forward to marriage? Yeah, okay. I look forward to marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you, <laughs> but, um, can you look forward to a new job? Can you look forward to ascending in your career? Can you look forward to... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Can you look forward to having kids? Can you look forward to like... During the morning? Yeah, like yeah, I think you can. I think you can. Yeah, joy comes in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you can. There's like, like a hope of like God's faithfulness in terms yeah. of He will keep you. Yeah, and and just that conscious knowledge that God will, you know, God will keep you. Mm. Yeah, and 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 you know, it's um, you know, God sustains, you know, and and mm. and in, in one sense, obviously, in one sense, you know, I guess there's that James verse, you know, that applies, like, you know, who oh, are you yeah. to say? Today tomorrow or we'll tomorrow, tomorrow, we're gonna go here, go here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Lord you wills. should be safe the Lord with the Lord wills. wills. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know. The Lord can go like great is the faithfulness of the Lord. Like yeah. joy comes in the morning. Like you are there is a sense in which we're able to look forward. Even Maranatha come quickly, you know. Mm. You know, and I think a prayerful Christian has to look forward because you know 
we we pray on only for the present. We pray for also yeah. ahead. You know, yeah. we pray yeah, for the grace ahead. The yeah, Christ prayed for the grace ahead. You know, that, you know, mm. and you you could argue, you know, that he may be able to bear the cup. You mm. know, and so mm. we we I think there is essentially look we 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 look at least to the immediate future and beyond. But it's just I guess as you said, like balance. Not we don't look at it in terms of we rather be. We'd rather be there than almost without all, the that, without, 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 without the acknowledgement that God is you know God is where he will have you at that very moment without almost in a way um, um, trampling, trampling upon God's sovereignty to have you in this position Place now, now. So it's, it's, like, it's a it's, it's hard it's not I, I'm finding it difficult saying simpler terms but it's no, I get you, I get it you. does sound a bit philosophical but you you hope for tomorrow but also are content that Lord is with you today. Present yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. He's with yeah. you now. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I think yeah. I was thinking I was I was just I was just in my head, but that yeah. Paul, when Paul's there saying I'm hard pressed, you know, I want to be together with the Lord. I want to be with the Lord. You know, um I, I, I really want to be home with him, but you exactly. know, I appreciate that whilst I'm whilst he has Perfect me here, example, I think. I'm yeah, here, exactly. Yeah. You know, that is a good to, example. to your benefit, you yeah. know, it's, it's not um so in one sense even though i want to be i know to be together with the Lord is far better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though and he appreciates there's something that about the future which is actually better yeah, intrinsically. Yeah. it's not you know at the same time he's it's it's best that he still keep his focus on um on the place in which god has put him at yeah, that very yeah. moment in time yeah, yeah. even if the future holds better things um mm. and so yeah yeah i i appreciate that and i guess that's really just the heart of contentment yeah just, that's the heart just to know yeah. god has placed you where you are i'm going to get semi was i guess obviously god praying for the grace but i think it's more of a contentment that laws will be done Mm. That I'm content as long as Lord's will is done. That we have no, no matter what the situation is, Lord's Lord's will is done. There's a rest in that. Yeah. I think I think that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is that was really good. Um, I was just gonna say something, but I've forgotten it. Um, do you regret that? <laughs> I actually do regret that. Forgot what I was gonna say. But um, but what would you say to someone who wants to like relive the past or wants to redo the past? So if they said to you that. Can a man go back into his mother's womb a second time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But if they'll say, oh, if they said to you, I, I get what you guys are saying, but like nothing's going to beat my secondary school days and nothing's going to beat my uni days or I wish I could go back to uni again or if I had the chance and if so, there was someone who built like a time machine, I'd go back into 2010. I think even, even removing out like the, the, not dare I say the Christian, not the Christian element, but the, the recognition that the future reality that we hold, that that that, that God holds in store for us, mm-hmm. is uh, you know much better than anything that we can imagine right now. You know, you think of one Corinthians fifteen. You know, this mortality puts on immortality. Um, you know, this 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 temporal body essentially puts on like that eternal that eternal body. Do you know what I mean? Like, just 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 every just sin is is dealt with. Death has lost its sting. All that kind of stuff. We live in a place in which only righteousness dwells. If you if you put that to the back of your mind, like the past days were not necessarily promised better days. Like, I, I'm not trying to be funny in the sense of, in, in this world, we're promised that we're going to have to come back, like fight with sin. Yeah. We're going to be kept through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but you know, we're promised things like the God will face persecution. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not necessarily thinking that because you're like a comfort is necessarily that you're going to experience better periods in this life per se, but you still have to recognize that God has called you to live in this present moment do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? mm. and god has placed you to be you know to exhort your brethren daily now you know and to not neglect the fellowship of the saints now and to pray without ceasing now 
and to do various things now. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and so you're called to live the life that God has given you to live now to his glory. Um, yeah. And that's really to be thankful to the God who gives all things and who sustains you and keeps you. And it's in him that you live, move and have your being. Mm. And so it's mad, but like, I'm not necessarily going to tell that person that your year nine days weren't your best days. Yeah. <laughs> and aren't the, I'm not necessarily going to tell them they're not going to forever be your best days until glory. Yeah. But you will tell them that they're still called to live the days that God has placed ahead of them. Do you know what I mean? To, 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 I mean, to his glory now, you know? Mm. And why were they your best days? Yeah. I think like root of the problem, like, oh, ease. And, and, ease yeah. and you would dispute you. I'm not saying I know this person, but you would assume perhaps that they are referring to like carefree, maybe yeah. even to go a bit far, respons- no, lack of responsibilities and, even um, go further simple, simple activity and know. so yeah so I, probably after some yeah. stripping like the per- you can maybe like you know expose perhaps the intention behind that mm-hmm. um, I, I, th- I think they're genuine like you well, know even weird like I'm not trying to be funny but let's like, <coughs> say somebody's parents have passed away they could have yeah could, no you can have genuine that's what I was trying to think of like yeah, trauma yeah, yeah. might be a reason yeah, why yeah it could be it could be before they were do you know what I mean before they were affected by some particular kind of trauma or something yeah. like that. I don't yeah. necessarily want to make it think. I appreciate I'm, I appreciate that it could be you know it could be a plethora of things and yeah. the reason undergirding as to why they think it's their best days could be the issue at hand but even if like we yeah. were to strip all of that away, like you're not promised better days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And don't tell me I'm speaking negative. Like you're not promised. No, it's a simple word. It's a simple you know word. Is that trap where well. you <laughs> not, <laughs> where's, where's that trap? I'm about to jump. It's a simple word. And sometimes when I because even when I was thinking of like the days that I think were like the highlights, so like secondary school, six form uni days, I was I, I even began to realise that god kept me through them because mm, when i thought yeah. of gcc days i was thinking i was so anxious oh i thought gosh, i'm gonna stress. ruin my whole life gosh. uni days like exam period i thought like okay if i don't get my two one my life is definitely over because <laughs> no one's gonna hire me blah 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 mm. so like even when you begin to break down yeah. the days that you long for they were they were filled with like difficulty and strife and and god yeah. kept you through that yeah. as well yeah. so that's why it, and but i think the issue is Sometimes nah, Mary, when you're I'm not feeling it. When I was a kid, yeah, there was no difficulty. There was jollof on my plates. There was True. a bed to lay my head on. But you was ten. And there was no school. Do you know what I mean? There were summer holidays. But, the, but when you was te- but when you was ten, <laughs> six week breaks, Mary. But when you was ten, did you not want to like wish you could grow up? So, like, so you wasn't even happy. Nah, then. yeah, I just wish happy, that, I wish I didn't have yeah, to. No, it's true. It's true. Play games because when you was ten, games. you were like, oh, I can't wait till I'm sixteen. No one can so tell me anything. So, the grass is never the grass is not green on It's not green now. Before you behind you. Yeah, and I think I think the issue sometimes is that negatively, I think sometimes even in my heart, like I think the past is certain, certain in terms of I know what happened and the future is uncertain. So it's like I rather it just shows my lack of trust in God, but I rather go back to what I knew was like grounded as opposed to who knows what the future holds. It mm. almost seems like when I look at my future, I just see sadness. If I'm going through sadness now, who knows what will be in the future? Whereas my past always seems happier. And I think mm. that could be like a present reality that some people face. And that's why it leads to their nostalgic thoughts and, mm. and stuff like that. Um, and what and what would you guys say to someone who wanted to like redo their past? So I don't know, let's say they said, I wish that I, because um, sometimes your regrets have present day implications. So I don't know, let's say, there was like a relationship that you you broke yeah. so like i wish i could go back and not do that like or... mend it now yeah that's true actually you can always mend it now do you know what i mean like i i appreciate i appreciate like right look you might not it might be one of those relationships that unfortunately won't be mended until glory maybe or something like that do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i appreciate that but you know you do everything all, all that you have all the power that you have 
now to use all of that to, to try and mend that relationship now, you know, to try and rectify the errors of the past, you know, insofar as you can. Not being mm-hmm. caught up on the past and idolizing it as a way whereby, you know, this is the only way you can have some sort of solace. But I guess just appreciating that when all is said and done, like, um, rather than almost in one sense bending out all your energy on, on, I'm even trying to think about it, like, in one sense, really, God has forgiven, do you know what I mean? Christ has forgiven you. Yeah, you know, I don't want I don't want somebody to be living in almost dare I say a a a stalled state a a state in which they're almost like they're frozen they can't yeah. move because they mm-hmm. with all of the do you know what I mean with regrets because realistically first and foremost you know if a man who Christ sets free is free indeed that person yeah. has literally been you know shackles have been removed doesn't mean you don't have to rectify certain issues do you know what I mean mm-hmm. of the past but it does it does it does it does free that person to a life of liberty and, and do you know what I mean? And, and they should be, they should walk in that, you know, do you still rectify all the issues that you, that you know of, do you know what I mean? That you, where you're the cause of some sort of pain or hurt. And insofar as is, you can have peace with all men do, but you know, it is, you know, you not, you also walk in, walk in a, walk in a peace that God has forgiven you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Walk in that kind of peace. Yeah. And what about like a, a day-to-day decision? So they regret, I don't know, the job they're in or they regret the course they took. Or they- listen. Oh, they we had this conversation today in one group that I'm in, yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, this is even different from... Shout out to WhatsApp groups. But, shout yeah. out. but listen, because you're in the West, yeah, you man can flex. As one man <laughs> said in this group today, yeah, he said, ah, uh, somebody, he, he actually said somebody, to one person in the group, he said, you know, WhatsApp group, shout out. He said, he said, ah, oh, you changed job more than the bride changes her dresses. I said, on her wedding day. I said, you? I said, bro? I said, how did you man even get these analogies? Um... I'm not gonna lie, I was I almost fainted. But yeah, that's it's it's true. In the West, you know, we have we have thankfully um the benefits of being able to to actually change job like career path quite regularly, quite easily, especially at our kind of quarter life age, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, man, like like live now, like do you know what I mean, see what you can do now in terms of in, in to, to try and change or rectify the position that you're in that mm. you know, especially if you're not happy with where you are, if you don't think you're using your talents to the glory of God, you know, then change. You know what I mean? But obviously the more responsibilities you get and those kind of things, the harder it gets. So, mm. you know, better to change now while you're in that quarter life stage than when you're in your, your late forties, fifties, because it gets harder, harder, yeah. not impossible, harder. Mm. Um, though that said, by the time that we're older, it might still be, easy, it might be even easier, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's the law that orders, orders our steps. So even yeah. if you have like regrets, like, Oh, I wish I studied accounting instead of that too engineering that too that too yeah. that i yeah yeah yeah, yeah like I god is sovereign really i didn't mention, I didn't mention that no no but in order but we can no i was gonna say we can change our steps but we can't but, um, <laughs> <laughs> bad theology but in as much as we can as much as we're humanly responsible we can but no, um, yeah, I yeah but that. i think like god's sovereignty because even me i remember when i got out of uni my s- yeah i got out of uni had like two job offers and I just took the one that paid the most because my brother was like, nah, tick, pick the one that pays more. Mm, so I did it. And as soon as I like, I remember like a month into the, <laughs> <laughs> a month into the job, I was like, oh, I wish I did the other one. Like, I wish I took Seriously? the other job because it Why? was, because it, 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 <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because basically both roles, in terms of what I wanted to do, yeah, yeah. both, but one of the roles was taking me closer to it. And I felt that like the role I took, took me further away from it. Okay. Are you now trying to find yourself going? Yeah, into I'm, I'm back into what I want to do, frankly. But yeah, I spent like a year battling regret because it was because even the job how it was promoted 
I got into the trip and I was like, okay, this is not what they said it was going to be. So I felt further and further away from where I wanted yeah, to go. That's harder your fault though. Yeah, like, yeah. But I felt instant regret and I was like, oh, was, and obviously at, at that moment I was like, okay, I'm never going to be able to get back into what I want to do because I don't have the experience. And then, and that could easily be multiplied. Let's say that's your third, fourth job. I almost and feel you've like got, anything you would have done in that situation, though, you almost <coughs> don't feel like, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, I, because I, that's the thing. That's the like decision paralysis. If I went the other way, I'd have been like, oh, I'm not earning enough. Yeah. The other job would have paid more. Yeah. Would have been happier. So. Yeah, like I think God's sovereignty has to be the the pillow yeah, yeah, um, that you sleep yeah. with. Because so, so how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal when you regret something? Like, how do you deal with that kind of issue when you you're regretful or when you have that kind of even nostalgia, for example? Like, how do you deal with those kind of things? Yeah, because even I regret like sometimes you know when you speak to someone and you just regret like how you said things. So you regret like oh, I wish I didn't phrase it that way. I wish I'd said this instead of that. Mm. And um, so a lot of the times it has to be like just God's sovereignty just reminded me that in terms of he orders my steps but then also thinking of what i can do to rectify the situation mm. um and i think i think regrets so I, I don't think when i think of regrets i think of like memory and i think of remembering and i think i think regrets can should lead to repentance and come into the lord um mm. so if, if my regrets are making me feel of oh what if they're not sinful though what if they're not, huh? what if they're not sinful regrets oh that's true um if they're so not i think, I think there's a couple things here one you spoke about rectifying certain things not every regret is rectifiable that's true um so like changing job for like choosing the wrong job or whatever mm-hmm. um or a job that you felt was wrong and mm-hmm. then not every regret is sinful so i guess there's going to be various ways we can i guess we can all cover different aspects mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but like how do you deal with like let's say for example your job so the job choosing like that's not sinful it's not a sinful issue mm-hmm. um and it's not something you can necessarily rectify how do you deal with that yeah i think um yeah for me i think ultimately it just has to boil down to i made i so i did my due diligence in terms of i considered i prayed i did i made my decision so in my head i'm thinking okay i've done what i i, I had to do in terms of wanting to walk in the lord's will um i regret it but this is where the Lord has placed me. What can you I do? Regret praying and doing your no. Diligence. Don't regret praying. <laughs> so I, I regret. Check. <laughs> I regret the outcome in terms of how I view it, how yeah. I view the situation. Mm-hmm. But of course, I might. I'm. I'll think. Okay, this is where the Lord's placed me because I have the job, or I'm in the situation. Yeah, yeah. What can I do to rectify, change? And then I. That, that's the thing. Even in when you make the wrong decisions, I think you still return back to the Lord in prayer. Because mm-hmm. even you be like, okay, Lord, I don't. This is not where I want to be. But Lord, be be pleased to being me somewhere I want to be. Um, mm. And it's a, it's a day-to-day struggle because you might even be in your perfect job and you still regret aspects of it. I don't know, like, life is not perfect, isn't it? So it, Does contentment... I saw, I, I appreciate I'm asking, does contentment come into play? I'm assuming contentment must yeah, come into play to, to a degree. Yeah, it has um, to. But should your... But should it come into... Like, how do I put this? Should you be seeking to be content or should you be seeking, okay, even though I've made this decision now, I must still try and find a way to rectify it and do you know I mean unbounce or mm. they happen simultaneously or do you know what I mean like Eddie what do you think I think contentment is has to be like the default state just that, that that's a state where we always have to be in regardless of like situation we're in so are you saying for example someone who's in a job who doesn't want to be in that job mm-hmm. are they then to stay in that job or do they have license to look for another job if they have li- like yeah so does license does do them is them looking for another <clears> job <throat> A sign discontentment. of discontentment. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. See, uh, it's the motive and the attitude. It's definitely the motive. I think what helps me, because providence is such, it, I mean, you know, it's, mm. it's a buzzword, but it's such a deep doctrine. The fact that nothing is by chance and that everything is according to will of one who is perfect. So mm. indeed, then his perfect will is done in the earth, no matter what the outcome is. 
I think that is very comforting and I think that supersedes the salary you're earning or the position you are or the seniority you are or the development you're getting. Um, of course, one is aware that God gives one gifts and we are meant to use that gift to his glory and work. Um, so indeed, like, so I don't, I don't see any, any grounds to discourage someone from you know, applying for a job mm. um, that they feel might mm. reflect better their gifts so that they can be a better worker, etc. Um, but at the same time, if they don't get that job, Still content where you you're are. content where you are. I got mm. you. It's not I got a thing you. where oh, I'm despaired now. I didn't get that job, and now my life is ruined. I got you. That is a sin. That that's that's the cry of a sinful man. Mm. I love this quote. I probably said it before before when I was here, but Augustine has a fantastic analogy. I've said this a million times. City of God. City of God. No, City of God. His magnum opus. City of God. His magnum opus. Fantastic me and, me and book. Started at the same time. Did you finish yeah, it, bro? Edgem finished it. <laughs> It's a, it's <laughs> How many, no, it's a big book though. Yeah, it's like one, we it was both like, actually went back to it eventually. 1,090 pages. My edition was like one, over 1,000 yeah, pages. Same. Gosh. Yeah. It's long. It's yeah. massive. But I've changed now. I might go back to it at some point. But go on, go on, go on. No, it's because you're, no, no, you're reading Mark. Like the first, I'm a big boy the, now. The first half, the, I mean, <laughs> the book is like the first half is basically like, you know, his his rebuttal against the, you know, the the philosophies of the time. So very academic, very like logic, logical and full of deep theological rationale. Second part is more like... It's very historic. Very historic. Um, yeah, he just took some uh, more more sort of um, pure theology. So like his 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 interpretation of, you know, what the Bible says on demonology, angels, um, resurrection, yeah, etc. Yeah. Um, Sabbath. Um, but in, in like, in in showing the difference between the wicked and, 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 and the just. So like, I see it as similar to how the psalmist does it, especially in the first psalm. Mm-hmm. Um, he describes both as like clay pots, mm-hmm. and the the issue is that the, the 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 analogy focuses on the content of the clay pot. So both the wicked and the just are the same on the outside. The human beings have the same body, but it's the content that 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 makes that that distinguishes them from each other. Um, and the the just clay pot will have, he would say, perfume within 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 the pot. The the wicked will have dung and you know and 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 manure etc um and and you don't you don't particularly smell the 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 substance from the two but only until a stirring action is is conducted in the clay pots and that stirring action for him uh, mirrors the like you know turbulence trouble issues mm. that disturb human life um, mm. and so equal to both the unjust and the just who experience the same you know amount of you know, hardship in life, you know, um, uh, issues that the world um, that throws at us. Um, but the difference is what emits, the soil that emits from the pots are very different. So both undergo the same trouble, but emit different scents. One is a one, one a scent of beauty, one a scent of, um, of, 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 of disgust. <laughs> got that far. So it's the same thing, like, like you yeah. know, like the, how, just how, how do we respond to like, you know, um, a situation in which you will not be in after contentment and I think it does like really, really um, apply to you know. I've, I've someone I know is like in a job that prefer not to be in, um, and they they're trying to make effort to leave, um, and so far haven't quite left. But um, uh, it, it, so you remind them of, of of that and how the God still keeps you and and providence such a powerful doctrine in in that regard for them. But also like at the same time you, especially when it comes to jobs, not not sound like a careers advisor, but like there, there's always <laughs> something to learn in the current role that's that true. you wouldn't learn somewhere else and mm. will actually make you better in the role perhaps you want to be in you know that's just I guess sort of a human understanding but I, I, th- I you know I think skill can be like learned anywhere so 
that can provide also motivation. So sometimes you go to work, you're not perhaps motivated by what you've, do you know what I mean? What you were the day before. Perhaps today, today you're motivated by the fact that, okay, actually, what can I learn here that I want to learn somewhere else? <laughs> Yo, I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. During the Olympics, bro, I was doing the maddest job. You're like Dami. Dami was carrying We, we were doing the same job, bro. Oh, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing the same I was thinking job. you guys were really Like, me and some of my dogs, yeah, we used to just speak about, like, who did the maddest job around them times. Like, that was, like, first year uni. Mm. You know, we just needed to make some guap. And, like, yeah. Guap, you know. Carrying, like... <laughs> With the guala. <laughs> the guala, the cheese, <laughs> the cheese. Um, we were trying to, yeah, we were trying to get some green. And we had to wear these beer kegs on our back. Literally, each keg was like 25 kg or something. We were, we had like these things wrapped around our waist, various things. Like, it was just mad. Like, and we were literally traveling up and down like Aston, like, do you know, like the horse racing and, and then the Olympic Stadium and all these other things. Like, what did you learn? Like, bro, I learned that I never want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Well, that, that, I think I think that's a genuine lesson. I'm telling you, it was. But then you don't have a you don't have a regret for working there, do you? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. The, the, what you learned is I know what it there? is. I know what it is <laughs> to do such a job. You made money and you, you, you was able to. Provide I didn't make money. All the money I made went on travel. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did Dami tell you about the time he got in a car crash on the way to work <laughs> with one of their stuff? But now you know how it is to and live from hand to mouth. Anyway, this thing was Yeah, now you know how to be content and now grateful you know to live for, from hand for to your mouth. blessings. Look, look at you now. As to your story. Look at me now. Look at you now. That's peak, man. <laughs> nah, it was so peak. Nah, I hear that though. I hear that, Edgem. And no, yeah, I love that quote. Funny enough, I used that on... I was speaking to somebody on Sunday. Yeah. I actually preached on the morning. Yeah. Um, And I was speaking to them and they were talk- essentially talking to me about like, how do we, like, how do they understand the discipline of God like, yeah, versus, yeah. like, the wrath of God? Yeah, and we were essentially, yeah. and I brought out that exact same quote, yeah, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, like, a bad job for one person, like, for the unbeliever, God might use as a form of punishment or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But mm. for the believer, like, he knows as a child of God, it must be discipline. Mm. You know, it's not, like, eternally, like, any sort of, like, temporal um, judgment that is just stopping short of, um, God actually enacting, you know, eternal, eternal damnation upon them, but it's actually just God you know, disciplining them as a, as a father does a child in order to make them more conform mm. to the image of the son. Shout yeah. out Augustine, man. My yeah. dad. He's honestly, he's honestly a G. Yeah. G and that's great kid. encouragement for um, regrets that may not be rectified. Of course, in a job situation, you can yeah. get a new job, but yeah. there may be some regrets that will never be resolved. Yeah, will never be rectified. But you can get you know. encouragement from the fact that the Lord was u- is using that situation for your good and for his glory anyway. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of like uh, regrets that come or the desire to be nostalgic because of like trauma or past sin, like what kind of gospel encouragement can people take? Because um, of trauma and past sin, like I think having a really robust theology of heaven mm-hmm. is a very, very helpful and, necess- and, and necessary thing for a believer. Okay. Um, I think we're, I think we're really called to foster, you know, um, you know, glorious thoughts of what heaven should be like. You know, we don't know what will be there, what will be like when we get there. Mm-hmm. When we get there, we know what will be like him. And whoever has this hope purifies himself just as he is pure. You know, 1 John chapter 3 verses, like, I think practically that was part 2 and 3. Or part of 2 and 3. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, no, it was just 3. Because I know the other parts. Um, okay. Sorry. No, <laughs> I was thinking scholar. it through. Sorry, I was thinking out loud. But yeah, it's, there's having, knowing what Christ, knowing that we'll be like Christ and having certain sort of, like, John essentially says, I don't know that much about heaven. Like, I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know. I've not died and been there. Like, do you know what I mean? We don't know everything. And this is a man who eventually, like, in, you know, in Revelation saw, like, so much. He was essentially saying, even though I don't know that much, what the believer does know, he should take comfort in. And not mm-hmm. only should they take comfort in that, it should also be a sanctifying comfort. 
yeah. um, a comfort that would make, essentially make them more like their Lord and Savior. And I think having that kind of robust theology of heaven, I, I remember when I first came to um, my church, I heard um, on a Friday, on some Friday Bible studies, there was eventually a series that went through heaven. And it's probably one of the most memorable series I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and it really grips me because it just made me realize one, how little I actually think on heaven mm. and two, how much heaven is actually a hope. Like it's crazy because if you don't have a robust theology of heaven, you almost start to make earth your greatest reality. But yeah. you know, as Jonathan Edwards said, you know, earth is the closest thing to heaven, an unbelievable whatever, in, uh, whatever experience. And it's Ooh. the closest thing to hell and, um, and a believer will ever have to endure. Ooh. You know, like when you realize that, that this isn't the end game. Yeah. Um, mm, end game. You know, Avengers. <laughs> give them that. Give them. <laughs> so I'm talking about heaven, and this one's talking oh. about earth. <laughs> Richard, I know where your mind is. Don't worry, I'm with you, bro. You're with me, bro. I'm with you, anyway, Edwin, while well, we're setting our mind on things above, <laughs> she's setting our mind on Think, things in view. Things that are seen. <laughs> I get me. Double on Things in view. View. Things are seen. Shout out Corinthians. Um, shout out. Did you say view as in cinema view? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball game. Anyway, so um, yeah, like went like, Mary, you really killed me. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. No, you're talking about the Jonathan Edwards quote. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. While that's like, while that's the case, then yeah, really, we just <laughs> you kill me. <laughs> no, um, yeah, like when you have when you generally are looking at heaven, like I think even Jonathan Edwards went as far as saying, you know, Lord, um, I pray you stamp eternity on my eyeballs. You know, he just wanted to have every single thing, like he wanted to view everything in light of you know, God's glorious, eternal, redemptive plan. Yeah. And at that moment, you realize, you know, even the the pains of today just make me value the glory of tomorrow all the more. Mm. Um, and that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful reality to live in. Mm. Um, to know that, you know, there will be a time where even though I've gone through so much trauma now and so much loss and so much pain, there'll be a time where Christ himself will wipe away every tear from my eye, yeah. you know, and where I'll be able to see the savior himself, the one who empathizes with me and has experienced every single you know, pain and trauma I could possibly imagine on earth. Mm. I can see those pierced hands and still think, "Raw, like this is my savior and he welcomes me in. You know, so that's a beautiful picture yeah. um, that one should look forward to. And and that and that is a and that is a picture that helps us deal with our trauma. It helps us deal with our pain. It helps us deal with loss. It helps us deal with suffering. It helps us deal with regrets. Even our regrets, we know that, you know, they're forgiven in him, you know, mm. again, who's, 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 who's taken them away for us. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Adam, anything to add? Yeah, well, Rich is, he's been comprehensive, to be honest, but I'd, <coughs> I'd also... Said something profound. <laughs> not even. <laughs> Pressure. No, I've even forgotten now I was going to say. Um, but, um, Mary, do you have another... But yeah, it's fun? not... <laughs> shut up. But even, yeah, I would say, like, it's um, just not to sound colloquial, but as, you know, in, in going back to what you said, like, earth isn't that deep. Like, whatever we go through isn't that deep because it's temporal and mm. it doesn't last. And it may seem like it's like a tsunami at the moment. And it's, um, I'm talking to you who's listening right now in your bedroom. <laughs> Touch the radio. No, um, like, <laughs> you know, no, but honestly, like, you, because life does chuck things at you, man. And mm. ultimately, it's the Lord that only allows that which you can you can um, bear. Um, um, he'll only allocate that which you can bear. Um, he wouldn't give you something that you cannot bear. Um, and at the same time, on top of that reassurance, this world is passing so we are we're, we're, we're comforted quite i would say quite comprehensively by the scriptures that like you know be content and um yeah like look look towards heaven prepare your mind for heaven as well um yeah it's it's difficult because fast-paced environment fast-paced world 
um, fast paced social media, everything is now, everything's instant, everything seems in re- within reach, and we don't quite have it. We're like, you know, mm. in despair, but you know, I just have to reset the button, press F5, and you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Refresh the page, F5. Just you know what's yeah. mad? I think I was talking about this on Sunday. I'm not even trying to preach that, like, repeach this, um, but like, there's um, when you think about God in the Old Testament, when you think about God in the new, like, God in the New Testament, same yeah. God. But often people try and draw a dichotomy between the two because they think, right, God in the Old yeah. Testament was very hard, evil, da, 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 da. God in the New Testament is much lighter. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was reiterating on Sunday was that, right, like, that's not actually true. Yeah. In the Old Testament, yes, you see a lot more temporal kind of uh, manifestation of God's wrath. So like um, the famines, floods, like holy war, sickness, like opening up the ground and swallowing people up, numerous things of that kind of ilk. But the reason we're almost more afraid of that God is because we just have less faith. You know, we don't actually understand that in the New Testament, those God's wrath is essentially almost takes up, is almost amplified in the sense that, yes, he still takes takes out Ananias and Sapphira, and Sapphira in, a, in a heartbeat, but he's, he rather than speaking about this temporal, um, emphasizing so much the temporal kind of um, ramifications for sin, more so it moves towards that eternal ramification for sin, the fact that there's actually going to be a place of hell, you know, where where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, you know, where people will dwell there eternally and they'll only be under God's wrath. Like that kind of idea is because we don't really think about it as much or we don't really, we don't really believe it as much or, or the idea of famine and sickness and poverty and, 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 and all those kind of things can be more visually um, ascertained by us or understood by us. It almost makes it as though we're less appreciative of the fact that, you know, in the new heavens and the new earth, like, and in like and in eternity, like these these ideas are going to be are going to go to a whole nother level, you know. And um, and so yeah, like it's just it's just this idea that we're always prioritizing or emphasizing the temporal in our mind mm-hmm. over this over the idea that you know eternity really is, is 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 everything. And and so when we even take it like oh look like the joys of this world, for example, like even think of the nostalgia point. Mm-hmm. Like one thing you don't want to do is get so caught up in the days of the past not recognizing that God holds better in the future. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. the best and the future, even though you can't see it, like John says, you know, we still must hope for it, you know, mm. knowing that it's one, purifying us, and two, it will be um, yeah. much better than anything, like much better than a land flowing with milk and honey even, you know, yeah. much better than what Canaan had to offer the promised land on earth. You know, even the patriarchs of old were still waiting for that land where God himself laid the foundations. Yeah. Um, even though they had, you know, Canaan, um, it still wasn't the place where God himself uh, would dwell amongst these people um so yeah like it's just constantly so so in to in a nutshell you know having the ark of the covenant physically with you is one thing having god himself dwell amongst you eternally is a completely different thing even yeah. though you don't see it in the same way um and you can't therefore visual visualize it the same way it doesn't necessarily mean it's not a better reality yeah um that we have to look forward to yeah and it comes back to something she said in the book she said the best is not behind you the best is yet to come um, and I think that that Didn't ties in with that phrase a while that's, ago. essentially that's what you you said in a nutshell. But yeah, so in terms of both regret and nostalgia, there is a an obsessive. Well, the danger is there could be an obsessive focus on the past um, as mm. opposed to the future, where we know all things will be made well. Um, so yeah, anything else you guys want to add about regrets or nostalgia? I think it was a really good discussion. I think it was good. Yeah. I, it's not a unique trial at all. Like when people may like we go through periods where you're just particularly like longing in an unhealthy way in our biblical way of the former um i mean it's 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 a trial in which you say god is used throughout history to like prove his saints um his people i think it's probably like israel's main sin right they kept looking back yeah. to egypt mm-hmm. and thinking that that was where our 
you know best life was and we want to, you know we want to relive that um, as opposed to you know following indeed um, uh, the vision that God had given Moses that he was going to give us you know something better on this yeah. earth even it, was, it wasn't even heaven at that point the proximity yeah. was you know promised land they, they, they couldn't even you know follow him on that um, uh, to that degree and so um, to what Mary said earlier yeah. about like the assuredness of the past yeah. versus the you know the uncertainty of which is a lack of, of faith future. isn't it yeah it's because a lack of faith God's promised it you know yeah. lack of faith definitely um, lack of faith even when you think of um, like when you're nostalgic of the days when you first got saved and you were yeah. like oh I was so zealous yeah. I was so fervent and, yeah. you, and you almost act as if God hasn't yeah. sanctified you yeah. or can't bring you yeah. or can't, can't bring, bring you, you yeah yeah or yeah. you're you're less saved than you were then yeah just, you know it's just a lack of yeah faith. and we even do that for like church history we act as if ah oh, they were so like yeah, forgetting yeah. that god is still yeah, yeah, yeah god is still saving sinners god is still building his church mm-hmm. um so yeah i think there is just a i think it's the balance of having a, a a biblical kind of view of the past the present and the future essentially yeah i guess i just have one more question is like is there ever time when we don't look back enough when we're not like reminiscent enough if that makes sense because right now easily most of the most of the conversation has been framed around like what is it you know is there times where we where we're regretting too much or Mm. being overwhelmed with our nostalgia or things of that kind of nature but should we ever be more regretful more nostalgic even yeah i think so um, more just like backwards thinking yeah i think i think the i think it's always a balance isn't it because we learn so much even when israel said the last blackberry episode about like um church history can give us so much encouragement in terms of how they evangelized and built their church so even when we think of the past we can draw so much wisdom um Mm. and also when we think of just personally when you think of when you was 16 or when you first got saved how god has progressively kept you and he's blessed you so when you think about Mm. the past or you think of the fact that you're still a sinner so it, it keeps you humble keeps you dependent so i think there is a, a healthy and i think there is a necessity to rem- to remember and to think about god's goodness to think about the gospel to think about all of these things um so yeah i think i think we can definitely it's if we're looking at a spectrum we can we can probably over overthink or over kind of obsess in a way that gives us despair but then we can do the opposite where we little. yeah where we think too little and it mm. kind of gives us no foresight into mm. everything I, don't I, know. Think, I think I think that's I think that's profound. Like yeah, I think when I am, um, there's actually a book you triggered a, a memory. There's a <laughs> triggered a memory. There's a book by J C Ra on thoughtlessness, thoughts for young men. He it's, yeah. it's called thoughts for young men. But there's yeah. a point where one of the things he's speaking about is just the fact that young men are thoughtless. Yeah. Um. And and just how they need to be more thoughtful about these things generally. Mm-hmm. And um. I'm even thinking of uh, the book of Job as well. Uh. There was a point where, you know. Job's friends have been rebuking him for ages, da, 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 saying that essentially he's in his situation because of his sin or stuff like that incorrectly. And then one person who's been listening to this whole thing essentially says, look, I thought there was wisdom in your guy's grey hair. Like, that's why I let you guys speak first. Almost associating the fact that when you're older, you're meant to have been more reflective over your life and those kind of things. And therefore yeah. you're naturally meant to be wiser. Um, but, you know, it's it's also very possible for you guys to not, you know, interpret your experiences appropriately yeah. or, or correctly and thus therefore not gain wisdom and so you're not wise by default but you know you're wise through an appropriate reflection of the past mm. um over the years uh and and that's just something that um i guess i i in, in such a fast world i pray i have more time for just to be more reflective of my yeah. of my life and stuff and it's something i've actually wrote and written down i want to do a bit more just be a bit more reflective of things 
Mm. Um, and that's counting the blessings of the Lord as well as, as well as like seeking how I can improve on things where I have messed up, you know. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah. Adam, any last thoughts? No, there's immense benefit in like um, studying the history. I mean, people make careers out of it, and like mm. you know, we we you know we depend on historians, pretend you know depend uh, depend on you know anthropologists, you know people who will look back and, and, and inform us of, you know, the earth and, and, and history of ideas that would inform us today that we may make the right decisions whether it's politics or business, economics. And it is a benefit to know. Um, and there's, there's a quote that's floating around. I can't really, can't remember it really now, but it's, you know, almost uh, you look back to look forward sort of thing, sort of, that's the sort of like tenor of the quote. I can't remember it now though, but... But those who fail to look back... Yeah, exactly. I think... Repeat, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Something like that. And it is, it is though, because like, mm, Paul makes... the spirit of the quote. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was the spirit. Exactly Not the letter, that. it was the spirit. Exactly that. <laughs> Um, but even Paul makes reference a couple of times to you know calling the the, the, the various church to 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 remember what he has taught them. Mm. Um, looking back isn't a bad thing, um, but it's as we as we've said and hopefully like the point has been labelled enough that this is all we remember. Um, looking back isn't a bad thing, but it's the motive behind the looking back. Are we looking mm. back in in a in a way in which um, uh, dishonours God's work in our present like in our present living present day? Um, and it's just that to just always be careful of. Do we mm. regret where we are because we're not like and th- th- our neighbor, the next person? Is that the motivation for you want to be what you were before? Um, so there's there's a few things to to think about, and uh, and and to go through regret or period of regret isn't isn't um, uh, unique to any believer. Um, you know, there's indeed God uses it to prove us to 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 remind us. Um, that you know that we need more contentment and that we're not content in him and you know and that everything we have is 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 with us we're, we're justified that, that's 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 all we need mm. we're justified at this present moment what else what what more are we asking for anything yeah. else is a blessing um so we need that, that could be a point in which you for repentance um so it's been great talking to you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll end it there this was hopefully this was a really good uh, episode i really enjoyed it, actually it had me thinking about a lot and got me nostalgic and regretful but no. well, on the road though you can never be too nostalgic about on the block it's me yeah yo. <laughs> i'm telling you oh, no, that's a grand classic but um yo yeah i'll forget this i have to make sure i say it but please sign up to our mailing list right yeah, yeah. be on things. the lookout trust trust when i tell you if you just sign up if you haven't signed up sign up to the mailing list so, tinyurl.com forward slash blackberry so what happened last year like last year we had to, we did something last year right we just yeah, want to we did something, we did something last remember year, remember that we did we something last year. last year yeah we did we released it to the people on the mailing list early i think yeah we did something like that mm-hmm. um a load of tickets sold out before yeah we did they hit the main yeah we did um, so bare people came and said oh i bet you have tickets mm-hmm. um for this but no 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 people on the mailing list got them tickets yeah um why do I think all instantly of um, Dizzy Rascal? I'm like, take your girl. That song is... That song is... Rich is a boy in the corner yeah, right now. Yeah, a boy in the corner. <laughs> on your own. <laughs> but no, no, this definitely... We're giving you a hint. But yeah, make sure you sign up to the main list. Yeah, big things are going on. Yeah, definitely. But thank you so much, Edjim. Hey, it's a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Shout at me. Richard, thanks as well. Thank you very much. You know, it's rich and fresh. You rich guys can thank you guys can thank me as well, but it's fine. Mary, Mary P, well gone. Done now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> finished. Oh man, another grab